listening to Nerds on Film with Brian Moriarty, Sarah Ashley, Sean Moriarty, and Roxy Noberry. Wow, you guys. Just this wow. Cuckoo yeah. bananas. By far. In, I mean, in the 10 years I've watched the Academy Awards, I, I've never seen. This has well, never let happened. Let me be clear here. In the 27 years I've watched the Academy Awards. <laughs> this has never happened. This has never, ever happened. <laughs> okay, Where they've okay. misread the wrong. Let's, clearly, we don't have much of an interest. Let's just, Brian, if you want to intro us in. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to Nerds on Film. I'm Brian Moriarty. I'm Sarah Ashley. And I'm Roxy Noberry. This is our special Oscar episode. Yes, indeed. Um, Sean Moriarty, my brother, could not make it, unfortunately, but it is okay. We will we'll, circle back with him later. We'll persevere, persevere without persevere him. Persevere without he's, him, yeah. yeah. He's currently mourning with the La La Land casting so crew this <laughs> at their, uh, their uh, no Oscar win party. Because he was kind of on my side about that one. Okay, let's wow. let's talk about the best picture thing and the elephant in the room. Before, just get ahead of it right now yeah. because of the fact that this is the first time we've ever seen an envelope screw up. Wow. Happen. Warren. Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Messed, well, it wasn't him. It was He was reading the wrong envelope that somebody had Which given to why him. Which is why he, he, I mean, he claims he, that's why he was confused because yeah. he said that, you know. Yeah. Why would Emma Stone be a producer for, you know. Yeah. La La Land. Yeah. Um, this was a little bonkers, um, but clearly was... it was, so it. The internet is talking about this is Warren Beatty's Steve Harvey moment. Yeah, the, yeah, the if, spirit of Steve Harvey is alive in this. Steve Harvey <laughs> is sitting in his living room, um, tickling his mustache with his head with his head in his in his hands right yeah, now. Yeah, of his mustache just brimming with so, joy. So exactly. real talk though, um, if you're listening to Nerds on Film, I'm assuming you're watching the Oscars. But in case you are not watching the Oscars, here's what happened for Best Picture. Warren Beatty read that La La Land had won. They went up. They were making their speech. Then somebody came out and said, no, no, that was the wrong envelope that Moonlight actually won. Oh, my God. And they had to do a whole big correction. Mm. And Moonlight, unfortunately, did not get as much time to say thank you. And what's sad is you saw all of the cast of Moonlight, like, hugging the La La Land cast because they were just, like, so heartbroken. Yeah, consolation. I'm so sorry. You thought you won. Think about how – I mean – you know, it's no joke. If you think about the the Miss America pageant of 2015, like you're on the stage, you've been given the trophy, wow. you're about to give the speech, and then it gets taken away. No, they oh were God. in the middle of speech. They it's were they just were doing it's it. so heart wrenching. Insult to injury, eh? Yeah, no kidding. Wow, wow. But- I will say though, I told you guys. I told you guys, if Damien Chazelle wins Best Director, then Moonlight. Moonlight was going to win Best yeah, Picture. You know, Brian, your predictions tonight were pretty spot they on. They were actually pretty good. Well, I, I was wrong on a couple of them because I partly was like, I really wanted Doctor Strange to win yeah. Best Visual Effects. But you, you had some rock solid like predictions. Yeah, so. you guessed that short subject live action film mm-hmm. for for documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, which I was not expecting. We um, were we were all expecting the short film, the animated film, to win, but it didn't. It's yeah, like borrow time. Won. We all wanted borrow time to win because yeah. it was just so gripping. But then Piper, Piper was so beautiful too. Good message. I mean, to be fair, the guy who Piper was obviously a Pixar film, and yeah. the guy who made Borrow Time was a former Pixar mm-hmm. animator. 
So it's not that far of a stretch to imagine <laughs> that it would have won. Do you um, guys remember when I thought the biggest upset of the night is when um, the singer from Moana got her head swiped by one of the, <laughs> oh <my laughs> the curtain things that were flying around? So I was like, yeah. oh my God, the, the show is ruined. Thing. But my God, she pushed on. She and pushed on. Oh my God, but it was so great. Good. Like, didn't, didn't falter at all. No, she was she on was key and everything. practically perfect. Mm. In every way. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> she killed it. She did a great job. Sting oh was something else. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> Sting an alien? I, was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure Sting's an alien. <laughs> because he's so otherworldly. He's so otherworldly. Sting is either an alien or a vampire at this point. I mean, he's just, I'm a vampire. like I said, he is otherworldly. Other yeah, there you go. His talent that works. is otherworldly. Speaking um, of otherworldly, um, the amount of time that we have spent not having a show together i'm really glad to be back here with you guys doing yeah this. It's, it's been really a while nice. it's been, it's been i think minute. since before <laughs> the new well, year well we, that was the last time we recorded i think mm-hmm. yeah yeah we recorded before new year's last yeah. so it's been about two months mm-hmm. yeah so happy new year everybody welcome to uh welcome <laughs> well, to the end of the world our, for our listeners they mm. heard us at, in january so true. <laughs> true. true. Welcome yeah. to the Twilight Zone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, after this fucking clusterfuck that we just this all is, witnessed. This is just a hiatus. I know for a lot of you who have been writing in, um, who have been listening to both shows. Yeah. So the the official stance right now is that Nerds on History is on an indefinite permanent hiatus. And Nerds on Film is on a temporary hiatus just until we can reconvene in March and make some decisions about the show. But it's not... Yeah, Nerds yeah. on Film is not going anywhere. Nerds on um, Film, can I just say, like, it will persist. All the feedback from everybody about saying goodbye and all that has brought tears to my eyes. So I love our listeners right now. I, I, mean, I do too. Been really I, I have... You, you guys know me. I'm not like a, an overly emotional person but there have been very some serious moments from the feedback that i've gotten that have um uplifted me at a time when i felt very down about myself or very down about the state of the world and has given me a lot of hope so thank you for those of you who've written in totally i agree with you 100 i want to make out with you so Um, bad right now (laughs) wow um the thing i think that's been the most Wow! <laughs> really? Oscar Sunday Fun Day Drug Day. What's that? So, you, way, way to bring it to like. <laughs> to, so, first of all, can I just say that like Roxy just brought to like a third grade level of expressionism of like you know tongue what? wrestling. I'm not really? afraid to be silly. Okay. 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 Thank well, you, Ellie, you for you. saying that because I'm not. You do you, sister. Um, Shut up, Roxy and I miss each other. Yeah. <laughs> We've not seen each other in a while. We miss each other. We miss each other deeply. Um, Very deeply. But it is not for the male gaze. No, it is Just just to speak to what Sarah has been saying, Mm -hmm. the thing that has been the most consistent remark I've heard is that Nerds on History ending feels like a group of friends moving to another country or or another city. And that's probably the best compliment we could have ever have gotten. Yeah. Because it felt like you were there for our conversations. It wasn't just us talking at you. Yeah. And yeah. we hope that that's the way you feel about Nerds on Film, too. Mm. Um, that it's been just us geeking out about movies. And mm-hmm. that's honestly, that was the hope I had intended when we had started this whole endeavor. Um, that being said, my love of movies is persistent to say the least well obviously and brian yeah. would you say that after tonight it has not been deterred or has it <laughs> i would say the sacris the sacrosanctimonious <laughs> nature of the 
of the Academy Awards <laughs> delivery system <laughs> has been violated. <laughs> I feel violated. Vis-a-vis. No, shut up. Screw warning. No. <laughs> You're just like pulling things off your word to the count, like your count. Word Guys, of the I have been using words thing. that have been not very easily understood. Mea culpa. Mea culpa. Mea poopy. You douchebag. Okay. Poppity boopy. I took. Um, I took. I. I didn't ever actually formally studied studied Latin, but I. Oh I read a couple of phrases. God. Yeah. Okay, Rushmore. <laughs> Mea culpa and in memoriam. In memoriam. <laughs> <laughs> Veni vidi vici. Spaghetti. Okay, okay, actually, because I mentioned it, can we talk about the in memoriam this year? That uh, was, was Okay, hard. I liked holding you guys while you were both like simultaneously. Roxy was sandwiched between Brian and I. So much emotion. And I feel like I, I held it together. You did, Sarah. Until Carrie Fisher. Oh, God. Then I lost my shit. And I, then she said, May the force be with you. I'm like, Oh my God. And it was, Brian. It was over. I was like, I was like, Keep it. I was like, yeah. Good. I was good for a while. I saw Gene Wilder and I was like, Oh my God, this makes my heart hurt i saw kenny baker made yeah. my heart hurt a little yeah. and i'm like no no keep it together keep it together <laughs> and then i saw debbie reynolds and carrie fisher and i broke and, and broke they it. had to enter and also Brian? jennifer aniston breaking with almost breaking her makeup with her saying that like bill paxton had passed the day before just the day yeah. before yeah. yeah, let's talk about this. Let's talk about Bill Paxton, even though he's not going to get a shout on on the Oscars until, until next, year. next year. Yeah, at but least. Yeah. Seriously, what a loss. The only guy to have been killed by a xenomorph, a xenomorph, a Terminator, and a Predator. Oh my God! In Icon. his lifetime. Icon. He's been killed by two out of three Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. <laughs> and I just he's the only other person who knows where the heart of the ocean really is. That's true. Okay, he's That's the only. True. Well, now it's, uh, sadly deceased. Well, but, it yeah. is very sad because James Cameron loves to work with him, and he yeah. wasn't he wasn't and in Avatar, guys, but he fought a tornado. He fought that tornado. <laughs> yeah. He fought it hard. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Like, I also just no want to point out though. that like the last. So TMZ when they posted his death, they mm-hmm. showed the last video of him signing a bunch of autographs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was nothing but gracious yeah. and polite. Yeah. And just like a stand-up guy, and if like, he's let's be for real, Bill Paxton is an amazing person See? and an amazing actor. I really appreciate. Yeah. I've always really appreciated his work. I yeah. I know there's people, a lot of people out there who have like confused Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman. Yeah, I have never once. <laughs> Ooh, that I have never once in my life confused the two because they are so very distinct in what they do in well film. who let can me, forget bill paxton's performance in independence day i know right? right let me put it this way if kevin costner <laughs> if kevin costner is america's awkward dad bill paxton is america's cool uncle he is the can cool i just say uncle. can i just yes. say first of all i will always remember his performance in apollo 13 Yes. But I, more specifically, I will oh never God. forget his performance in True Lies. Yes. He yes. was just so good so as the good. weaselly used car salesman yeah. who was just trying to get laid. It's that smile. It's that toothy grin he has. <laughs> well, it's his teeth. Mm-hmm. He's got yeah. like the, tiny, the tiniest little break between, yeah. in between his two teeth. It's iconic. Teeth. It's iconic. Yeah, yeah. It's so he good. He has a son. His name's James Paxton. And he's on this series right now on the USA Network called Eyewitness. And it's actually gaining a lot of traction. Okay. Um, it's it's gotten a lot of um, good recognition by the um, LGBTQ community because okay. the two male protagonists are gay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if 
James Paxson is identifies self identifies as um, gay himself, but the show itself does a really good job at like yeah. respectfully good. portraying That's LGBTQ great. characters without like necessarily vamping it up or it's mm-hmm. a good drama yeah um, apparently yeah. he's a pretty good actor i haven't Great. checked it out i just heard about it so That's well awesome. you guys check it out eyewitness yeah and i feel really bad wasn't for he like the, just filming too so he had re- cbs had recently released training day um which was the film adaptation of TV obviously ad- the film tv adaptation of the yeah, film. T- yeah yeah so they, thank you yes <laughs> prosecco is your enemy right now brian um but they had flipped it so the corrupt cop was the white guy and the new cop was the black guy. Mm-hmm. So that was the gender, that was the, not gender, the, uh, the, the race swapping that they had done. And which is interesting. I mean, it actually kind of makes a little more sense. Um, but um, I just feel bad for the dozens of people who are now out of work mm-hmm. because unless they introduce a new character right well, away. So here's the deal. I mean, Eight Simple Rules was able to carry on for a while. But Eight Simple Rules that. had at least a season season or two to establish yeah. that yeah. those that's characters fair. that's fair before they switched over what about um interview with a vampire when river phoenix passed away and mm. um what's his bucket replaced him like last minute um who, who was the interviewer in interview with a vampire christian slater christian yes slater, yeah. so christian slater river phoenix was the original mm-hmm. interviewer really? i had no idea i would have never known that he died right before they started filming that would have been a way better movie. Wow. Oh, well, to also Not be to fair say that, that I don't like Christian Slater because I, I definitely had a 90s crush on Christian Slater. Well, to Slater be fair, Interview with a Vampire didn't get released until, I mean, I could be wrong. 94. 94, 95, mm-hmm. one of the two, those two years. Well, and River Phoenix died in, what, 93? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so, no, they were, okay. they were filming. Yeah, it makes sense. So it happens, unfortunately. And, I'm, yeah. and, you know, wherever that show goes, I'm sure they'll do it with Bill to be and To be fair, though, in any of the movies, maybe it was just the way it was edited, but because the interview is so disconnected from the rest of the film. Yeah. If there was any character they had to replace, it would have been the easiest to replace that character. I mean, if it was Brad Pitt, it would have been a a whole cluster mess. Well, let's let's jump back into the Oscars. Yeah, let's talk about the Oscars. I think, honestly, like I was telling Sarah, the first 10 minutes were probably one of the weakest openings I've seen in a while. Maybe, but I feel like Kimmel totally pulled it out like as it went on. He was a slow burn. Yeah, like he did. I mean, he started out pretty strong compared to like Justin Timberlake. I'm not a Timberlake fan, to be honest with you. Sure. Um, so I'm always gonna pick Kimmel over that in that sense. Um, I thought his opening monologue was really strong. Of mm-hmm. course, the Matt Damon relationship is it's one of my all-time hilarious. favorites. It's hilarious. So it's I so love ridiculous. how that continued. <laughs> it was like Ben Affleck didn't guest, and then yeah, and then <laughs> when they played him off the orchestra, or when, when Matt Damon was like tripping Kimmy, Jimmy Kimmel in the aisles, it was like great. it was so, so great. Jimmy Kimmel's icon thing. In, in, in my opinion, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel can host the Oscars until the end of time. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. would be happy because he was so. I don't think since honestly since Billy Crystal right. has there been someone who has been so classily been able to mm-hmm. like balance politics and social commentary with cookies and, flying from the ceiling. And seriously, can we talk about the cookies? Can we talk flying? about yeah, the Twizzlers, the, the candy, and the, and the cookies, with and the, the donuts? Parachutes? Oh my and god, the donuts. and the coffee. It was. I mean, it was great. <laughs> I have expected just walk like all this right. coffee to drop and like seriously. just drench all the white. I mean, like the tour, the tour mocha. people coming into this <laughs> in the middle of the Oscars. It was so good. It was so entertaining, and I feel like and so genuine too. So I mean, genuine. I like I was saying while we were watching it. 
I'm like, I nominate Jimmy Kimmel to be the next Billy Crystal. Like, yeah. let's let him do it like 10 more times. He might, you know in fact, win love? an Emmy for yeah. doing this. I he would might. love for him to come back just for the last segment next year, just to be able to have kind of a, 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 a I don't know, some sort of retribution or, or or closure for what happened tonight wouldn't that be kind of entertaining if like it was a surprise moment where he came out and got to like introduce the best picture thing because of what happened tonight i think whoever hosts next year yeah. i think definitely has to if it's not jimmy kimmel bring that again. up you know i would not honestly with as well as he, i think he performed of course we don't know what the ratings are at this point uh, i mean for those last five seconds they i think haven't they, repeated, they quite went quite up so they haven't repeated a consecutive oscar host oh, yeah. i think since billy crystal yeah no kidding. so if he if he gets asked back the second year in a row, that would be, that would be, just for awesome. retribution's sake, though, because yeah. of what happened. Yeah, I mean that would be a hell of entertaining. Yeah, it would. It would be fantastic, and also, I mean, it's also AMC kind of like keeping it within the family because mm-hmm. he obviously hosts Jimmy AMC Kimmel Live. Or ABC. ABC. Sorry, yeah. ABC. Did I say AMC? Yeah, I thought I'm you sorry. said AMC. I apologize. Uh, it would be ABC keeping it within the family and yeah. showing that you know mm-hmm. because he obviously hosts jimmy kimmel live which is on their station which also has the oscars jimmy's post oscar show is one of my favorites and right but he's not doing that this year it's anthony anderson who's doing it this nice. year and how many times that jimmy kimmel talks about the bachelor <laughs> they're all about in network oh they have to be um, right? well they're a marketing machine they're absolutely yeah. abc is a is yeah. a very efficient Fucking marketing ABC, machine what do you know? okay let's talk about some of the results of the yeah. show yeah um, best Let's. supporting actors being Viola Davis. Oh, such a good speech. Deserved. Such totally good deserved. So goddamn good. And great speech. Yes. Yeah, very great good speech. Great speech. And such a great um, speech. so iconic. Yeah. And then yeah. Mahershala Ali. Oh my god. First Local Muslim Hayward actor. Boy. First yeah. Muslim actor to ever win an Oscar. And yeah. And well, sorry, so good. Muslim actor to be very, very specific because yeah. yeah. another Muslim Muslims have won. Yes, Muslim yeah, actor. Muslim actor. I really loved how um, Muslim folks in Hollywood are portrayed tonight. Muslim, uh, Muslim directed, produced, mm-hmm. performed um, films based in the Middle East. I really liked how they represented tonight. Or um, um, I mean, the Iranian film yes. that won for what was it? For was the best it? foreign film, best, for, best it, uh, documentary. Documentary. Was it a documentary? Mm-hmm. I think it was documentary. No, it was it was best foreign film. That one documentary was a different one. Yeah, because it was the same director as a separation. Um, that uh, who was the what was the name of the film? We just totally. I'm blanking. Um, because it was doo, 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 doo. foreign language films called The Salesman. The director mm-hmm. is Ashgar uh, Farhadi. That's right. Okay, that's so it was, it was best the foreign film. So it was the best that's foreign language film. Yeah, and, and they did not come to the States out of solidarity for all the Iranians and several other people from other countries who cannot come to this country right now because of the Muslim ban. Well, but, so well, the Muslim ban is in kind of a weird limbo right now yeah. because the federal courts has... Actually, as a matter of fact, no, that, I mean, that's totally fair. But let's call it what it is. It's a Muslim yeah, ban. For I mean, sure. yeah, yeah. And he chose to, even after it was lifted, he chose to not travel to yeah. the United States Out as of a sign of protest. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I thought the speech yeah. that was presented was very, very mm-hmm. fair game and, yeah. and well done. And 
represented Iran, modern Iranians in a really, really and having, brilliant way. And also in having a woman come up and speak for him, yeah. too. I think it was a really... Hugely important. So very important, important as well. Very, very important. As an Iranian myself, like, mm-hmm. I'm incredibly proud of totally country and yeah. i'm incredibly proud of oh you were portrayed. you were standing up and speaking first like, you like, were just <laughs> she was having a moment guys and it was, was beautiful so what does that mean so for, for the ignorant white males and women in the room what does for that those mean? of us who do not speak farsi is praise god okay is praise be to god yeah okay you know praise is up praise is up yeah Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. you're raising the roof right now <laughs> i'm just so happy <laughs> yeah 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 oh my god you know what's really funny though i know a lot of iranians who haven't seen the film because it's so depressing really Separation yeah. or the one that just the one the, that one um yeah just because the subject matter and the writing is so sure. just dark and uh quite uh, unfortunately representative well, of a lot of the similar kind of mindsets that modern Iranians have right mm-hmm. now. Things are kind of bleak and they're, yeah. they can be yeah. quite pessimistic. Yeah. Well, let me, let me comment but on that. That is a bit of a generalization. Yeah. Too. Let me comment on that because I think truly brave filmmaking is always hard to watch when your community is the one that's represented on film. Sure. Uh, thinking specifically of Moonlight. Yeah. Um, let's just kind of address the elephant in the, in the room with that film. <laughs> Which is that homosexuality is not as well accepted in black communities as as it is is in just generic culture. Sure. It has had had some, well, white culture. So white culture has been able to accept it a little bit better, which is surprising. Yeah. Um, But being on the down low. Is, yeah, is not. Has and I just want to talk about yeah. how brave it was of not just the director, but the writer and the actors in those films yeah. to portray those characters mm-hmm. to be as bold as to say that, to do those things. Just because it, it's a story that needed to be told. Totally. And, you know, yeah, of course, it's very easy to say that this year was a response to the hashtag Oscar So White movement of last year. And I do think that there was definitely choices that were made that were an absolute response to that. I don't know if there were choices that... So the choices that were made in response to that were diversifying the Academy voting pool. Which they I mean, did. Which they did, and hence the results. Like, I think I think we saw the results play off of this is what happens when you diversify the, the voting base. Because there were also films featuring people of color or created yes. by people of color last yes. year that didn't get nominated. Yes, so I think, I think this is what we saw it was a result of those deliberate changes. Which is, it's, it's a very it's balanced. A healthy move. It's a very... Yeah. They're not like, they're not voting based on politics at this point. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a very sensitive argument too mm-hmm. because there are people who were upset by the Oscars so white argument last year mm-hmm. who have been voting for three decades or so who always voted on the basis of talent, not the basis of sex or race. Of course, we don't know what privilege biases they were exactly mm-hmm. were, were, they were aware of when they were making those yep. choices. Right. And that's um, bias. But that but that was in fact what they claimed was their was their basis for voting. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said um, the effort that was made this year to push those initiatives forward was was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can only hope that there's more of it. And the cool thing is that everybody, you know, for those who don't know the Academy bylaws, if you've been nominated, you are offered membership in the Academy. 
So those now are those are now voting members of the academy. So even if they didn't win, they're still helping decide who is the next year's academy award winners. <laughs> Everybody in the, in the in the who worked on La La Land is so pissed right now. Oh <laughs> when they God. vote next year, they're just gonna vote to fuck everything. Let's, up. Okay, right. let's they're talk all about planning La La Land right now because I got a lot of feelings on La La Land. It's one of the, I are do they too. good feelings, so though, the, Sarah. No, here's so here's the thing. Are I, they warm? It feelings? was probably one of the only films I actually watched this year that was like a big nominee right. well because everyone was telling you to watch it too yeah. that's the other that's thing that's true but it was also i had what? to go see i mean i literally had to go see it by myself because no i had like one evening free to myself finally oh. and was like okay nobody else wants to see this movie with me i'm gonna go by myself fuck all y'all just go see it <laughs> right i mean there's a reason why i haven't gotten to see a lot of movies right now i'm just Mm. <laughs> and I'm very tired. Sarah's a working girl, working nine to it, five, working dude, hard to make a living. Dude, seriously, Sarah's the Dolly Parton. Are you of our, I was gonna say inspiration in the morning? Um, yeah. you're the I heard it. I heard it, Roxy. I heard it. Um, but so here's my feelings about La La Land, and this is coming from somebody who is like an avowed musical aficionado. Yeah, if you um, will. I, I know. Yeah, you're, you're samezies. Right. Well, speaking nerds. as someone who has performed in professional musicals. Yeah, no, I totally get it. I yeah. totally get I'm it. I'm a professional I, musical I... watcher. Right. <laughs> exactly. I I love musicals. I love musical movies. I love musical theater. You and I both love a good old-fashioned, right. like, Gene Kelly musical. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Up and down this bitch. But here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the deal. La La Land was no Moulin Rouge. And this is... At Moulin Rouge was bold. It was in your face. Yes, it was a jukebox musical. It was not that original aside from one song, but but it it was full voice singing. It was completely just unabashed in how it did it. And La La Land felt reserved and it felt playing it safe and just trying to be so much of a throwback that they didn't yeah. add anything mm-hmm. and and i mean just from a technical standpoint it bothered me so much that both of them both ryan gosling and emma stone sang with just soft indie voice until emma yeah. stone finally had this one emotional breakout moment which brian i know you have a thought about that i do have a thought about that so for me i felt like the singing in La La Land was the was a vehicle for the dancing. It was just it got you to the dancing, and the dancing I thought the was, dancing was amazing was because fantastic. Mandy Moore is the shit. Not just yes. that, but also <laughs> props to Emma Stone and um, wow, I had a total Emma blank. Stone and Ryan, Ryan, Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Thank you. Uh, I can't believe I just had a total <laughs> blank moment. Um, props to Emma Stone and the Mickey Mouse Club. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Um, but props to them, Mandy Moore, because yeah. she knows yeah. how to dance with people. Mandy Moore had a great style. hit with like She's candy. A, well, that's the thing. Shut up! That's not the same anymore. Believe me, as somebody who cannot dance, as somebody who cannot dance and who yeah. has performed in musicals, a good choreographer will yeah. play to your strengths and make you look like you could dance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even if you can't. Exactly. Um, but that being said, they both did a really fine job. Um, but here's the thing: I think is very fascinating is that if you look at the movies of the 1950s and 1960s like Singing in the Rain yeah. or like American in Paris and all right. these other Gene Kelly and Fred Astaire and Bing Crosby musicals, um, they were all made at times where the microphone technology was not at a point where you could capture even a breathy or a whispery kind of voice and you had to have some right. vocal training and chops. So I'm not defending 
the lackluster singing technique from someone who comes from a more musical theater background. But I do think that it is interesting how it was written to fit the time period where we live in an age where the mic technology is at a point where you cannot have necessarily the strongest vocal projection, but yet you can still have an expression that is unique. So I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, here's where I get a hang up. Which I totally accept, by the way. I'm right. just saying. I'm sure. Just sure. Sure. Get a hangover. sure. What? This is where I get a hang up, though, is, is you can't, how do you justify having such bold jazz music in a modern film and then not having bold vocals to back it up. Well, to be fair, John Legend was in this movie. And yeah. <laughs> he did, but of course he has the vocal chops. And yeah. so is Mandy Moore. I want to be with you. Shut <laughs> up, Roxy. That's <laughs> Mandy Moore. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. So I just have to do that. If you hadn't had said it, I was going to say it. I Thank already you. said it before, but I'm not saying it Do you again. remember when that song was in center stage? I do. When yes. she was sleeping <laughs> with the choreographer. <laughs> Do you really need to remind us? Like of this so, oh my god, it was so breathy. Oh my god, it was so breathy. But like, but yeah, we don't. We and yet, I and can't. yet, I she can't. brought the vocal chops for Tangled. Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. So Tangled was the best. Last I see okay. the light. Here's my thing. Emma Stone's last scene, the last song. Yeah, that was her. Um, I dreamed a dream. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It was a beautiful. That won her. Really, you're gonna claim it? You're gonna compare it to Les Miserables? Yeah, that was. I don't know if I'd go that far. That won Anne Hathaway her off. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it was like it was weird. Hold on a second. That scene. I think Anne Hathaway won that because of the way it was shot. And that it was a close-up, and it it didn't cut away from her at all during that scene. And Don't take just... us away from Anna Hathaway, Brian. No, 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 no. no. She I'm not. Those vocals, and she was emotional. And she, she was emotional. So it, was it, Emma it was Stone. In... Hang on. Yeah. Anna Hathaway won because that musical number was an incredibly raw performance, but performance encapsulating her acting and her singing. The singing, I mean, was raw, but it wasn't great. So I'm just saying, just to, to, to put those things together. It wasn't Whitney Houston. It, 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 it was no Whitney at the Super Bowl. Yes, agree. It doesn't compare. There will never be another Whitney at the Super Bowl. Now, to be fair, <laughs> I understood the creative choice behind making Emma Stone's character in La La Land having this kind of breathy uh, timber to her voice. And then when she gets to the audition room and she has to give this authentic, improvised story that she finds her voice and it gets louder. But that being said, I just I don't think there's any really comparison between the two. Brian is so triggered right now. Well, let's. But, <laughs> but he's so triggered. triggered. Really? You see my eye twitching. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, there is never be another. I draw a line though. There will never be another. If I look at this performance for Emma Stone, which is theoretically the one that won her the Oscar, it ain't no Birdman, that's for sure. She deserved. No, she deserved it for Birdman. She Bird. deserved an award for Birdman. Not for this. But as we said before, Mm -hmm. the Academy is known for paying actors and actresses back. That doesn't mean that they should be doing that. No, of course not. But we know what their MO is, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And we we shouldn't be expecting anything less than that until they decide to change that. You know, clearly we know that if we hold the Academy to higher standards, they will follow. If we sit there and say Oscar's so white, 
they will clearly try to add some di- fucking diversity so to their voting So then what's the base. hashtag we come up with? Oscar, Oscar so political? Or Oscar, Oscar so, so in debt. Oscar so, so one card debt. to read when you get the nomination section. You know, Two cards? What kind of bullshit is that? My stepmom, Tracy, would be very happy to mention that she was so... She lost faith in the Oscars the year that Cher lost the what? Academy Award for her performance in Mask. Oh, <gasps> She was robbed. Which right. was an amazing performance, yes. let's not lie. Totally. And then one the next year for, I mean, was it, it wasn't Moonlighting. It, wasn't it was no Moonlighting. moonlighting. What was it called? Uh, uh, it was the one with Christina Ricci when she was like uh, Mermaids. Young. Yeah, Mermaids. That was yes. a good one. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the one with Nicolas Cage. No. Nicolas Cage was, uh, was uh, Moonlighting. Wait. Moonlighting. <laughs> let's look at <laughs> like, the, let's, let's Google this, guys. tonight. No, it's one of my favorite movies. Why am I tripping on it right Moon, now? But Moonlighting is the series Cher with Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis. Oscar. Nicholas Cage. Moonstruck. 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 Thank you. Moonstruck. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. We've had too much uh, wine tonight, guys. I, I apologize. And to my well, students great. at my school, which the school name will remain anonymous, no, I apologize. Well, Brian, because all your students listen to us now. <laughs> Clearly. Hi, Brian oh, School. Hey, Brian students. <laughs> so, um, Moonstruck is pretty much the reason why the, like, desire in me to be a New Jersey, like, uh, goodfellas wife right. was born. Because I just want to be Cher. Yeah. But it was, but here's the deal. It was a great movie. Yeah. What, Moonstruck? Yeah. <laughs> and. Sarah's so Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was really good. <laughs> you know, it was also a great movie, but didn't win. What? Um. Um. Uh. Fuck, yeah, Brian. What was the one that we were upset about that said that was robbed? This year? <laughs> Damn it. Which we? we <laughs> that's so long. Roxy, Roxy, that's not specific enough. Roxy, what year are you? Are you talking about? Are you talking about this year? Last year? Like what Brian, year? This is you. <laughs> Roxy's not even drunk. <laughs> really? No, it's past my bedtime. You. This is her. It. This is her sober. Yeah. No, this, this is, is. I mean, it's past both Roxy's and my bath. Yeah. Bedtime. But bed by. Yeah. Bed by. It's past my bedtime too. Yeah. Slumber party. <laughs> we're not sleeping here. <laughs> no, we're not. It's too uncomfortable. Disgusting. <laughs> Decrepit. It's not disgusting. This is actually a very, like, very nice apartment. Place I, of sin. I'm afraid Thank to you. ask how much you guys pay in rent. Yeah, we I are. We too. are hosting in mine and Vanessa's and our roommates. Apartment hosting with the most thing. Afraid to ask how much you guys pay for this apartment. We'll tell. I'll tell you off the mic. Okay, mm. um, off the mic. Mm-hmm. Let me just put it this way, guys. San Jose rental prices are stupid. Bay Area rental prices are just murder. Yeah, but you to know be fair, what else it's is not murder? as bad as San Francisco. You know what else is murder? Huh. <laughs> Fur. Uh, I almost mur- said Fur Wayne. Is murder. I almost yeah. said Wayne Brady. <laughs> <laughs> White people love Wayne Brady. <laughs> Wayne Brady. <laughs> oh, is Wayne no. Brady Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty's eyesight. Yeah. Warren, Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty, who looked like he had had several shots before he. You could say camera. that Warren Beatty he pulled was, off. He was John botoxed from the cheekbones up. <laughs> I like how that was our biggest concern up until the point when everything like turned to yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, Actually, okay, no, no. Well, is it me? No. Everybody looked kind of just like gaunt and a looked a little. Well, that's like, Hollywood. Yeah, a little bit. The lighting was a little weird, but let's talk about people that we were very happy to see. Jennifer Aniston. We were very happy to see uh, happy to see Jennifer <laughs> <Who>? Aniston. <laughs> happy to his best. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> 
This is her applause to her Botox. Yeah, uh, girl, you look sign, fine. Uh, doctor, she because great. she looks fantastic. She, she, she beat out great. Angelina's her makeup dress because um, her shading for her cheekbones oh, were really like the contouring. One on thing that? I really did appreciate that the Oscars did this year was the icon thing, where like yeah. the the person that you looked up to the most. And then seeing Michael J. Fox, which yeah. was amazing and a little heartbreaking at the same time. Just yeah. because it's like you're you're happy to see that he's he's happy and he's healthy and he's still doing these, you know, appearances. Yeah. At the same time his his speech is still struggling and so whatever so treatment he's on, whatever yeah. treatment he's on is really doing a great job of ke- keeping his tremors yeah. of a, Parkinson's in check. But his yeah, yeah his slurred speech yeah. Was, that was a little hard. Was a little hard to to, to listen and to. And poor yeah. Meryl, poor underrated, underserved, <laughs> oh underappreciated Meryl. I thought that was so damn funny. Jimmy oh Kimmel, God, he did such it. a good job. Well, you, I say it again. Jimmy Kimmel can host the Oscars. And he did such time. a good job of poking fun at her, but like she's oh also God. so cool that she's like, dude, I get it. Like I've been nominated a bajillion times. And uh, so let me just point out that she stood up un. Prompted mm. and the entire house. Oh yeah, standing O. No. Oh yeah. It was the it was the Meryl Streep State of the Union address. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> because everyone got up for that one. This and whole show that was the State of the Union. It was Catholic Mass. It was stand up, <laughs> sit, sit down. down, stand up. Sit I was down. actually wondering if there was going to be an altar that rised up halfway through and they were going to do the liturgy of the Eucharist. Seriously. It's Hollywood CrossFit <laughs> squats the Hollywood way. The amount of times that they had to do standing ovations in this, but yeah. I mean, it was it was pretty really remarkable. I just yeah. I thought I think I that's mean, a good word. Literally, I will say that was yeah. the one thing that was a little bit bothersome is it was a lot of grandstanding, Maybe. quite literally a lot of grandstanding this year. Maybe. But you know, what really kind of drew it home for me though was Emma uh, Emma Stone's speech. I thought it was incredibly a bit incredibly humble. Yeah, that yeah. she kind of brought the room back to the reality that she's sure. a young one yeah. and she's still got a long way to grow and mm-hmm. go. Yeah. And well, I, I really kind of appreciated that yeah. moment because it did bring the room back to back Do we to do we want to talk about Casey Affleck? Let's talk about Casey Affleck oh. as far as raising my hand. That's like a whole episode of because talking. It is, yeah. It's a complicated is, issue. It's one of those situations where you clearly have a guy who has a lot of complaints against him for effectively sexual sexual assault and and violating consent and yeah, all around Hollywood bag. doesn't fucking care. <sighs> it's the same thing that we have with Mel Gibson being there, and it's like, seriously, when did we stop caring that Mel Gibson was an anti-Semite? Like, yeah, and, and you know, Who supposedly is better now. again. Mm. Same reason why we're cool with what's happened in Woody Allen's past, or, or what's happened with Roman Polanski. Right. Like, there's there's so much here that like we just accept it. Let it go. I don't well, know. I mean, there is we there don't pay is that argument. To? Don't care. Not not defending or or decrying it, but mm-hmm. there is that argument that Separating you can the separate art the, the artist. art from the artist, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I, as long I just, as I'm trying to find, I'm finding that more unacceptable now, simply because of the fact that people should know better. When you have celebrities like this, people learn from their example and if we teach people that a sexual assaulter can win an oscar or become a president um that it's perfectly acceptable well I also and i'm think, not okay with that <laughs> i also think we need to teach a very important lesson to our youth that it is not acceptable to come to the oscars 
wearing a man bun <laughs> or a very unkept beard because the reason his bun is so big let's just it's it, full of secrets the man and unrealized truths hold on a second the man bun had its time and it was the year 2015 oh my god and it is it is the time has passed. No, yeah. it was the year 2012. And, and I, I appreciate the levity that you're bringing to the situation. No, it's... it's but I don't it's, want to detract from the seriousness No, of, of course not. It's yeah. to it's to break the fact that... Yeah. No, and it, pulling back the curtain. Yeah. I only make that joke because it is a very dark and very serious thing we have to look at. And, you know, <laughs> the fact that Casey Affleck just has not taken care of his personal appearance is only one part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, He's just not a very self-aware person. And for such a talented actor, it just seems very shallow. Yeah. And as part of, part of me shallow. wants part of me wants to give benefit of the doubt of of him being an oblivious white male, being an oblivious white male myself, but I can't I can't do that because I don't know him, you know? Yeah. And Nobody does. I don't think he knows well, himself. And, and how yeah, many sure. women how how many women have been not believed for their situations because well, we need to give the man the benefit of the doubt without mm-hmm. giving the woman the benefit of the doubt. Well, the problem with that, that I mean, to bring this onto a feminist section, mm-hmm. feminist tangent is, you know, the nature of consent is is one that women have to define because, frankly, women are the ones who have to give that permission. And men. In the, and, 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 men. And, men and men, too. absolutely had their consent Human violated. Beings. But there is this cultural, there is this double standard that men will more easily give permission than women will. And so that's a very serious conversation that has to be had about consent in general. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions about consent that have to be broken. And I'm not, again, I'm not condoning or condemning any of Affleck's actions in that regard. But one could assume that those may have been made off of out of date notions about consent, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, which is so. just a sad state of affairs, honestly. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, totally. Yeah. You know what else is a sad state of affairs? <laughs> all of the Vanity Fair and Oscar parties that are happening tonight, with all of the misunderstandings between the Moonlight and La La Land cast. Oh, oh my, my god. god! I bet you there's a turf war, like West Side Story status. Seriously, well, <laughs> maybe not that bad. I feel like <laughs> so awkward. I feel like La La Land was like, yeah, oh, like it was <laughs> let down. But at the same time, I was thrilled right. to see that it was a mistake what's the tweet that we saw it says in true form la la land only won best picture in a fantasy moment shared between former lovers imagining wistfully what might oh have been <laughs> <laughs> that is the perfect response callum marsh <laughs> who is that callum marsh well done that was nicely said that's pretty fantastic oh, yeah. i yeah i Again, La La Land was a good movie. I I watched it and I enjoyed the crap out of it. And I left going like, God, that was so good. But I swear to God, if it sweeps the Oscars because of same sort of like masturbatory, I just love Hollywood. So I'm going to jerk off to it kind of thing. I'm not down with that. Can I I just Mm -hmm. point out the crisis that Hollywood found itself in? Because the two kinds of films that win Best Picture are either, like you said, the self-serving Um, pictures like The Artist and La La, La La Land or the hyper-political films like Moonlight. And they were both so well praised mm-hmm. at the award season. They're like, I don't know what to do. Don't know what's happening. So in true form to past, they always, they give the best director to the one film and they give the best picture to the other. And following form this year, they did that with Amy and Chazelle. Yeah. It's Vanessa. 
Hey, Vanessa. Hey. Guess what happened? Ladies and gentlemen, my girlfriend. So much happened. Say hi, Vanessa. All the things. Hi. Brian showed us his um his his true form. Yeah. He morphed into the xenomorph he's always known what? he is. <laughs> It was the night of self-discovery. Yeah, except and my xenomorph is covered with fur. <laughs> a White furnomorph? fuzzy fur and has bunny ears. Oh, <laughs> oh! don't get me into your habits. No, 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 no. I don't want to know That's about that. That's actually even more terrifying than your my nightmares. Bedroom talk. What? I don't know what's going on um, anymore. <laughs> hey, but. hey, quick question, Brian. Who was best dressed, in your opinion? <laughs> really? Of You're going to ask the, the guy of, of the, the group? Men's. Because we all said oh, the, the men outdid the women tonight. Mm. Honestly, all those smoking jackets, Samuel Dude, L. Jackson like, smoking jackets. Like people jacket. were all about the velvet blazer. Yeah, I'm, the rock. I gotta say honestly, Chris Evans. Did you feel it? I felt Chris it. Evans I mean, with Chris the navy blue. I just wanted that all up in my business. Oh my oh, God. You Chris always Evans. want Chris Evans want all, all in your that business. Chris, in but Christmas. Chris Evans looked pretty sharp. Christmas came yeah. early, if you know what I mean. Um, and That'd also. I apologize if I mispronounce his name, pointy, but David Aleko you know I mean? with his um, with his white jacket with mm, the the black collar the with the white yeah. trim, the brocade yeah. on it, yeah, looked pretty sharp. Too. <laughs> what was the joke they said about Lin Manuel during the mean tweets? Oh, his that haircut. he was ready for a 1996 sitcom. <laughs> yeah, that he was auditioning for a 1996. <laughs> I love sitcom I love how hard he cackled at that too. Yeah, it was, was so good. good. Jimmy Kimmel fucking pulled it off it. this year. He did it. I'm the so mean tweets was great. The the tour kids was great. Yeah. The dropping the stuff from the ceiling was great. I I sure as hell enjoyed it. Yeah. I like I said. I, and he, the set design yeah. was gorgeous. Every set. Oh my god, the Art Deco. The, the Art Deco theme they were going totally. for. Totally. Yeah. I love yeah. the Art. But then they, they love the Art Deco theme because frankly, the Oscar itself the Oscar was designed art, by art an Art Deco. Deco. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. cool. So they're always going to call back to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and plus, the, the Dolby Theater has an Art Deco. Yep. Design yep. to it. Yeah. Um, Totally. And honestly, that is the golden age of film. So yeah. the golden age of film is, is enshrined in the gold in the Art Deco yeah, era. So but you just, know what? It, it started out as the way. golden age. It ended as the dark ages. Mm. <laughs> that was kind of the progression <laughs> of the show tonight. <laughs> I'm actually very curious to talk about next year because next year is number 90, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. And so really? every 10 years, yeah, every 10 years they do the the roster, the, the wow. group photo of who's left. <gasps> from oh, the, God. So I think at this point, all of the original Oscar winners are gone at this point. Whoa. But, um, it's crazy to think, guys, that 1928, the film that won Best Picture was Wings, which was a silent film. Yeah. Only two silent films have ever won Best Picture, Wings and The Artist. Yeah. So. Wow. That's so cool. I can't wait for next year, you Crazy guys. to think about. The 90th wait. Academy Awards is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I don't mean that to be hyperbolic. I mean, I mean literally. it won't be as huge as the 100th, but it'll still be huge. The 100th will be like a five hour long. Yeah. Oh, show. my God. Yeah, seriously. At like, this rate, it's going to be in. a whole day. Yeah. yeah it's going to be. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be just ridiculous. Um, but I do agree with you. I, I didn't even know that Jimmy Kimmel was going to be hosting the Oscars until like a few weeks ago. Because nice. I feel like they had one host and then they changed hosts. But no. I could be wrong. Really? I feel no, like Kimmel was, was always Jim, on board. Jimmy Kimmel the whole time. But I also feel like that Jimmy Kimmel watching his post-Oscar show for like the last 15 years, that oh. he was the logical choice. Like he has such a solid – he's had such a solid post-show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, why not just give him the Oscars? Because he was huh? so on point, you know? There's a lot of other people that I think had more relevant moments. 
you know, like yeah. with, with, what, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel's Fer- always Fallon. been the underdog. He's never been a major stand-up comic. He always, he was no, he was. Yeah. But his ratings were huge last year. Yeah. He was, he was absolutely huge, but he was also huge because you had, um, Stephen Colbert who was settling into a new role at, at late night. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you also had Jimmy Fallon who was semi settling into Ooh, a newer role. How much you want to bet Colbert is going to host next year? No. You think so? Yeah, I, I think so. I think I could see it. I mean, I could see it, and it would be awesome, but I or have a John feeling... Oliver. <gasps> yeah. Mm, John Oliver would be pretty that good, too. Really I would cool. love to see Samantha Bill B Maher. do it, but I don't think they'd, do, I don't think they'd let her. She's I think, too guys, angry. it's all a ratings Who? game, right? Samantha B. Oh, yeah. It no. all comes down to a ratings game. So they're sure. going to go with if, if Kimmel performs well. Just yeah. as long as we all accept that it'll never be James Franco and Anne Hathaway again. <laughs> yeah. Well, they that had that brief sailed. little stint where they were going with movie stars because Alec Baldwin co-hosted with Steve Martin. Not that Alec Baldwin isn't hilarious, as we've seen by no, his Donald Trump impersonation. No, but Steve Martin is the but. true comedian there. Yeah. Yeah, true. Totally. Yeah. Ooh, um, Martin Sheen and Steve Martin. They really? They do it. Do you know Martin Sheen and Steve Martin actually have a, a show going on right now? Do they really? Martin Short, you mean? Yeah. Huh? You said you mean Martin Short, not Martin Sheen. Damn it! Martin Short. <laughs> yeah, because they're Martin. calling the show Steve Martin Short. Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yes, yeah, so they're calling yeah. it Steve Martin yeah. Short. Um, Sorry, guys. No, it's all right. Um, I'm tired. That's fine. It is totally this is not almost guys. 10:30. This is not getting edited. We're just we're, it's a live we're stream of consciousness. Rambling. We are rambling, but that's what we do best. Yeah. So how about we ramble this up? Okay, so let's wrap this up, everybody. Yep. So um, overall, what would you say was your in one sentence? What's your take from the Oscars this, this year? Roxy first. Roxy oh, first. Oh, God. Um, Hollywood is never short of shock value. Mm. Okay. Good call. Okay. Sarah? Uh, happy to see more diversity. Still think we have a long ways to go. Also a good one. Um, what about you, Brian? Ditto. I'm just gonna say ditto. Sure, okay. such a ditto. Schmuck. No, no, no. Just because I think both of what you guys said was absolutely true, and I couldn't yeah. have said anything better. Yeah, I know. I'm just gonna um, forever give you shit. <laughs> no, I think it's true. Shock, shock value is is a common commodity, and I think it's true that there was some progress, but we still have some further to go. Yep. Personally, I would have loved to see Dev Patel win. Not yep. that I'm not happy. He'll have his day for the choice. He'll mm-hmm. have his but, day. But you know, more Asian representation mm-hmm. would be great. I mean, we just need that in general. In yeah. all movies, just Oscar winning or otherwise, we just totally. need more representation. I'm all for that. We're all so all over the place. Here's can we transition away from the Oscars and talking about our listeners who I'm sure are very eager to hear what's going on with Nerds on Film? What is going on with Nerds on Film? So we're still on a hiatus, but I know we're going to be talking again in March. We will. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're trying to really appreciate the time off, yeah. frankly. Totally. Um, um, yeah, totally. And I, the one thing I want our listeners to understand because I think a lot of people think that because Nerds on History ended that Nerds on Film is kind of just like on life support or whatever and that's just not the case Um, what we're thinking about is realizing that Nerds on Film one of the things that it has always kind of suffered from was that it was always this sort of stream of consciousness between the the co-hosts and so we want to give it a different format and I think we need more time to figure out what that format looks like um, it may end up being one where 
I mean, this is just coming off the, off the cuff, so do not this take this as gospel. This is just human consciousness right now. <laughs> um, it could be one of the ones where, like, all of us pre-record segments and then submit it for a final show. It could be one where we're all in the same room together. It could be a combination of the two. Um, we don't know yet. So what we do know is that in spring, we will have some sort of announcement that will talk about the future of Nerdzone Film. Likely, it will be a format change. It is too early for us to talk about the specifics of what that looks like. And that's sim- simply because we have not talked about it amongst ourselves yet. So exactly. Stay tuned. Exactly. But keep in mind, this is a big year for film and for nerds in general because we have Wonder Woman coming out yeah. this year, mm-hmm. which deserves its due as a review episode. Um, and you know, several others, obviously. Um, oh, how did we not mention that Suicide Squad won a fucking Oscar? I was trying what to avoid it. Shit! I was trying uh, to avoid what it. What the uh, shit is Warner that Brothers bullshit is right there? Tonight. Oh, I'm well, angry. I mean, in a world where Donald it, Trump could become president, I'm just saying. I am angry. Sarah's triggered. <laughs> oh, I'm so angry. <laughs> <sighs> well, that being said, we'll have that and a lot more to talk about in upcoming like, episodes. Like, how, like guys, guys, Suicide Squad. I'm, I know I'm like slamming on this Sarah. thing. It's bad. Suicide Squad got an Oscar for something. Rogue One got nothing. What is happening in the nerd community who's voting on Academy Awards? I'm going to throw a chair. Sarah. <laughs> so can we just do a hashtag Oscar so square? So square. Because we need more nerds. <laughs> we need ah! more nerds Oscar in the academy. Oscar so square. Um, Unbelievable. Well, no, if Seth Rogen ever gets in the, into the academy, I mean, he will be a forceful voice. for <laughs> Seth Rogen? What the fuck did that come from? Well, the fact that he was a presenter and <laughs> he had a whole segment. Yeah. In the Oscars tonight? That doesn't mean anything, Brian. If he writes in an Oscar-nominated film, he will be inducted into the Academy, and therefore he will be the voice for nerdism. Oh, he probably, um, I mean, he, he was in um, that Steve Jobs movie, so maybe We can't put all, all our eggs in one yeah. stick. But he does have broken. a pretty he good He was chance. really good in Steve Jobs. I'm just saying. Like, he was but, very good in Steve no, Jobs. No, I'm not, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying he has a better chance of getting into the Academy. Sure, that's, anyway. that is very true. Um, you know who else is in the Academy? Warren Beatty. <laughs> and look okay. what happened with that. Look what yes. happened with yeah, that. Warren Beatty has gotten an Academy Award for, I mean, he's gotten a, Being a Warren Academy Award, but he's also gotten an a Lifetime Achievement Academy Award. Yeah. The dude's older than dirt. Well, <sighs> he so looks bitter. like it. Um, but, you know, he, he nevertheless has made incredible contributions to the film community. And you know what? Honestly, we live in a very reactionary culture. Who's just like, <laughs> no shit, Brian. Yeah. Can we just cut the man some slack? Like, seriously? Like, he I'm not even, reacting to him. Yeah, he even called out, like, wait a second. I was confused by the fact that he was handed yeah, the wrong envelope. Unforgivable. Envelope, yeah. 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 Um, no, I'm not going to cut him anything. Maybe I'll cut him down on some Botox injection. <laughs> okay. No more Botox You're for awful. you, Warren Beatty. Anywho. Warren Botox. Um, I'm done. I'm done. You're done? I'm done. You've hit your limit. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, so... Um, we, we really appreciate that you might have listened in to this, uh, or saw us live, all, all five viewers yeah, yeah. during <laughs> our, uh, during this Oscars episode, please honestly, um, stay tuned for the future announcements regarding the Nerds on Film podcast, because we will be making an announcement and I guarantee Nerds on Film will be continuing in some form or another. That is a heartfelt promise that I give you from BMO. 
directly. Mm. Um, oh my god, he called himself BMO, guys. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. it's stuck. Yeah, Sarah Ash and Rock Snob <laughs> signing off. Rock Snob, <laughs> Roxy, that's not the right name for you to have. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. Rock Snob, Arnob. no, yeah, sorry, sorry, you deserve better. You totally I'm deserve Sarah better. Ashley. I'm <laughs> you deserve better. I'm um, Snob. But you, know, <laughs> but you know, Sarah, why don't you tell our listeners? How they can more actively engage with our podcast. Well, if you are so interested, <laughs> you can go to nerdonomy.com and click that talk to us button. It will send an email to all of our inboxes. I promise you that. Um, otherwise, you can hit us up on social media. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Just search for Nerdonomy. You will find us. I promise you that. But most importantly, if you really want to get a hold of us, the best way to do that is to nominate us for an Oscar. But if you Fuck don't you. do that. <laughs> you have to be a member of the Academy to do that. I'm so going to Zoolander that whole thing right. when we get nominated and run up stage and just like uh, but if crazy. you don't do that you can give us a review on itunes or you can um just basically spread the word of nerd and tell your friends all about us oh my god yes and continue to spread the word about <laughs> nerds on history just because that show has ended does not mean that you cannot spread the word about the awesome i mean we content. got a great backlog on that show yeah absolutely 159 episodes yeah. um so sarah thank you for delivering that you are welcome <laughs> Mowage. I'm just curious. Have you been snacking on wheat thins this evening? Are you having a cool whip with that? Oh, with cool, cool whip. With, with your cool whip and strawberries? Well, uh, I don't know why you're with your water. that question. With your wine. Wow. Cool whip with your wine and your water. <laughs> oh, I love you Go guys. Go on. <laughs> you rang. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He can't help us right now. Um, You know, guys, this is why I love this podcast. And this is why I love you both. Yep. Um, And thank you for listening to us. Um, So until we meet again, stay nerdy and tune into our next exciting episode, whenever that may be. Whenever. Whenever. (laughs) Same nerd time, same nerd channel. Nerdonomy.com. Bye. See ya. Peace. Whenever, whenever, we're meant to be together. I'll be here and you'll be there. And I'll throw dear my dear. This is what I have to deal with every single day. And we're back. <laughs> oh my God. Classic. Yes. And roll credits. Roll credits.